0: The New Challenger! From 8-bit to 35mm, game pads to the silver screen, your favorite video game characters are on a quest to become movie icons. Can they unlock the achievement? Let's go for Broke! It's time to press X to reload.
1: Oh, we're the Mario Brothers and Plumbins again. We're not like the others who get all the fame. When you think is in trouble, you could call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers. Ha!
2: Thank you, Super Mario Bros. It seems like the only thing you haven't drained is my bank account. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. For super service, call or text Super Mario Bros. Plumbing today at
0: nine two nine five five mario Or reach us on the World Wide Web at smbplumbing.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Press X to Reload. Reach inside that green pipe and pull out a mushroom and do your best to power up with us as I am joined by Wayne Brissett and Mark Athenis. I, of course, am Nick Moore. Wayne. its me again. <laughs> and Mark. Whoa! Oh boy, there's going to be a few of those. As promised, we are back for the third time watching Mario on film. Yeah, it is the third time the charm. We watched 2023's The Super Mario Brothers movie. It has the official thumbs up from Nintendo. As far as I can understand, they were very closely involved with the making of this one. They want to make sure it didn't go, uh, go all Dennis Hopper. Let's call it and go. Wildly off the rails. Full CG cartoon, 90 ish minutes, I think. About that, yeah. I don't think there's any contesting who the biggest Nintendo fan is in the room. Wayne, is this oh, the best me? of the three? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, easily.
2: <laughs> Yay! The movie did exactly what it needed to do. It didn't overstay its welcome. Let's be honest. Mario's don't have stories. Not really. It's as simple as that. It's just a quick little mm-hmm. plot point to to have a purpose of the game. Save the princess. Save some stars. Whatever it is you want to do, you're just saving something from Bowser. It, there's no story. So to be able to turn that into a story is a tough task. Yep. I think what they did was perfect. They didn't go above and beyond. They didn't make it too convoluted. They didn't try too hard. They just kept the basic formula of it's still a rescue story. We're just going to put a little more meaning behind it, and it worked, in my opinion.
1: That's fair. Mark, how about yourself? Oh, well, yes, it's definitely the best of the three we've seen. <laughs> it's not even a competition. And, yeah, I agree. I think it. Uh, there are genuine moments while watching that uh, movie that were enough of a callback to playing the game. It felt nostalgic at times. Yep. And it's just generally the pacing was good. I thought it was well put together. Uh, despite all the controversy, I guess, over the casting, yeah, I yeah. thought one uh, of the many Hollywood Chrises who's in it, um, <laughs> yeah, it was great. So, yeah, I can't complain. No, that's fair. And Jack Black steals the movie. Oh,
0: Jack Black is a force of nature in this film. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would agree with the two of you. I really enjoyed this film. I thought it was a lot of fun. And I feel like I might be in the minority of people who enjoy, let's call it, The Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo Mario film. I know it's not a good movie. I enjoy it. It is insane, but it's a lot of fun. He's being paid to say that. Do we have
2: sponsorship now?
0: (laughs) Sega pays me to say that.
1: John Leguizamo (laughs) is paying him.
0: (laughs) I enjoyed the, the animated Mario that never made it over here that we just recently watched. It was a better attempt, but this feels like the... It was
2: bonkers, but it was good.
0: This feels like the truest attempt that Nintendo's had at capturing, forget the story, just the essence and feel of what a Mario, a Mario tale should be. It's never super dark. Yeah, there's the threat of Bowser, but the threat of Bowser is vague. He doesn't, as far as I can tell, he doesn't really kill anyone in this. You even have a character who desperately wants to die, that weird ghost star character that is in of oblivion, and it doesn't die. It doesn't feel super high stakes in that regard, and none of the games do either. They they feel lighthearted and fun and brisk, and this mm-hmm. gets that. And more importantly, this had, and i we discussed it a little bit before when we saw this, because side note for you listening, wherever you're listening, This is the first one we all got to watch at the same time. It's pretty exciting. Wahoo! Mm -hmm. We all got (laughs) to go to the movies together and hold hands and how many episodes are we in? And
2: that's the first one
0: we've sat together and watched? Wahoo together. I hope that was your hand, Mark. I sincerely hope it was your hand, because it gripped back. But it was pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's a super mushroom. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's a purple mushroom. Oh boy. (laughs) I'm pretty sure mine's a purple mushroom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, your mushrooms match. It was really cool to to be able to to see this together and brought my family with me and everybody had a good time. No one walked out of this without a smile on their face. This movie is almost contagious for how much it just makes you have a good time. And that's in short supply. And I just want to quickly bring up, nothing to do with the, the plot or any of those things, as you know, I always look at the, the films on things like IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. This has the most ridiculous difference between the critics and the audience I've ever seen for any of the video game films mm. we've watched. 59% for the critics. 250 reviews. It's just shy of being considered a good movie, but like, nah, nah, no, 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 it's empty, it's shallow. That's 250 reviews. 10,000 plus audience reviews, 96%. Like... <laughs> The yeah, audience I'm knew what they were going in into... for a good time and they had it. Yeah. yeah like, like, I, I, I mean, what do you really expect from a Mario that. movie? Well that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you expect from a Mario movie?
2: Like, I don't understand. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. If was anything, it?
2: the basic story of yeah. saving a princess, it's even more in depth with this one. It's about saving his brother,
1: mm-hmm.
2: by helping the princess save the kingdom, <laughs> by helping him yeah. save the world. Like there was
0: more to it than even the basic story of Mario. Yeah. And it still wasn't enough for some people. I really like the idea that it's not just, okay, it's going to save the, you know, the princess. Princess Peach in this is a much more active role, and she has some level of agency. She's more fully formed as a character. And it's, it's kind of neat that it's, no, 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 Luigi gets captured, and Mario's out to save his brother. I think it's a much better motivation for Mario than some random princess he's never heard of wants him to save her, and he's risking life and limb. This is his flesh and blood. It does shortchange Luigi a little bit, which is a shame for me because I love Luigi absolutely. And you got Charlie yeah. Day voicing him, who is hilarious, and mm-hmm. he doesn't get a lot of screen time. I sincerely hope that when, not if, when the sequel happens, they focus on Luigi a bit more. Agreed, because he's the only shortchanged part of it to me. Yeah, and I want to
1: say too, like it's not just to me Princess that gets expanded on. I think they expand on Bowser, yeah, like, oh, a lot. Mm-hmm. While his <laughs> motivation is hilarious, <laughs> you still get to see, you know, like, again, the, the, the games, again, I'm harkening back to, like, OG games, right? Like, yep. this giant turtle steals the princess. That's all you know. Bowser's bad. But in this one, his motivation is everything he's doing is to impress the princess <laughs> because he has the biggest crush in the world mm. on her. She's um, so cool. Silly. But it's just – it's so much more fun yeah. and, again, not dark at all.
2: To add to that, timing of this movie is very important to when all the Mario games are out now, right? Because, you know, to the original movie – sorry, to the original game, you can't do a movie where Bowser and Peach are really in the background because you don't really see them until the end and you're just saving the princess. But now people love these characters. They have games like Smash Brothers where – Peach might be their favorite character, yep. and to go into a Mario movie and not really get Peach would be very disappointing to a lot of people and a lot of fans, and that goes to every character, Luigi, Bowser, whichever it is. So I think by separating the kidnapping of the princess, other than for a brief moment at the end, which was a nice nod, you sure. get to see her if it was one of your favorite characters, and that, that helped you know, with that. Instead of it Absolutely. all being focused on Mario, we got to focus on multiple characters, which helped.
0: Yeah, no, 100%. And they do that with the majority of the cast. Like, Donkey Kong gets a lot to mm-hmm. work with. Bowser is massively expanded on. And they're drawing off of not just the original games, like the, the Mario games, but you get a bit of the personality of Bowser from, like, the Seven Stars, like the, the Squaresoft game that came out. Yeah. You see you know, Mario Kart racing happening in this, the Smash Brothers feel of everyone fighting it feels like a greatest hits collection of all the things that you love out of Nintendo happening all at once on the screen. It's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the thing that was very noticeable. Those, um, especially I guess for our purposes, but like the nods to video games, like there are very clear points where I'm like, this absolutely reminds me of the 2d Mario, how it starts. There's, Nods to now it feels like I'm watching the 3D version of yep. the, the same Mario adventure.
2: There are Nodged nods to, to, he, ev-
1: to every genre of the Mario universe in this. Not movie. Even,
2: yeah, well, there, there's literally a nod to every single Mario game. Yeah, yes, every single Mario game has some sort of reference in that in that movie. Every single one, whether it's yes. grabbing Bowser by the tail and spitting and yes. throwing him like you would in Mario 64, you know every. Every game has a nod
1: to it in this movie, and a nice little nod to the original crappy movie for me <laughs> at the opening. <laughs> that song, the well, no, theme that, that's song. that's
2: the original. That's not the original movie. That's the. Cartoon, original yeah. cartoon, the cartoon.
0: Oh, sorry, the cartoon, action. the original cartoon. Which we amazing. also did cover back at Christmas time. <laughs> yeah
1: Yes, that theme song is Super amazing. Mario, Super
0: Brothers show, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, having the, the plumbing commercial for Mario and Luigi be the theme song from the Super Mario Super Brothers like Super Show, or whatever the hell that thing was called. Yes. That is a stroke yes. of genius. I was laughing genius. way harder than my kids, because I grew up watching that cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Same. And it shows, like, They do it, but it doesn't feel like they're making fun of that show. I mean, maybe a little Mm -hmm. bit, but mostly it's just the, hey, remember this thing that wasn't just the game, but the cartoon? We haven't forgotten it either. We're going to incorporate it. Like Everything about this feels like pulling from the best parts of all of the things they've done, including, and it was kind of killing me. Bear with me because I didn't get to take notes on this since we're in a a dark theater together, unlike normally when I'm sitting at home and I can kind of pause and (laughs) such. There was starting to be way too many parallels to that nineteen eighties Japanese Super Mario cartoon that we watched. Yeah, the very funny. beginning you got Mario <laughs> blowing off steam playing an actual video game, though in this one it's Icarus. Mm-hmm. You have Bowser's entire motivation is he's a simp for Princess Peach. You have the film culminate with Bowser attempting to have like a shotgun wedding with her. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it was following quite a bit. That's good stuff. I- kind of neat. The only thing this movie was missing was, like, Luigi's gambling addiction and his I, don't, I want the cash. If Luigi was a little bit more, like, oh. desiring ambition and money, it would be almost a remake.
1: That is still my favorite part of that version. Is just That's the best part of that Every version. opportunity Luigi has, he's, <laughs> he's getting money. Like, it's so funny.
0: But they did enough with Luigi in the brief time they had, you had a wonderful nod to Luigi's mansion. Cause he gets the scariest moment of the film when he's getting chased by yeah. so many of the <laughs> skeleton turtles. Yeah, that was good. That. And the, uh, the shy guys that are behind him and such like yeah. they do enough shout outs to, to everything that's there. I pulled up the INDB just to have some trivia to discuss here. And it would be the entire runtime of us talking. If I tried to go through all of it, It's absurd. But one that Mm -hmm. stood out to me, if it's true, uh, when they're doing the, let's call it what it is, the Mario Kart sequence of the film where they're all in the, Mm -hmm. the carts and they're trying to get to whatever secret place they're trying to get to to stop Bowser. During the Rainbow Road chase, Mario flies off the edge of the road and lands on the bottom part of the road. Apparently, that's the same part of track from Mario Kart 64 and that same shortcut exists.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That's cool.
0: Which, if that's the case, are you kidding me? You've written, you've actually written in a shortcut awesome. from the game into the plot of this. Like that's wild. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's fan service. It's yeah. insane fan service. It's the kind of stuff that I didn't pick up on that. But
2: well, now we're, I want we to about play that
0: play the, the, the track and see if that's right. When we left you guys at the theater, we were talking on the way
2: home. We said, "Man, it's a movie you could watch multiple times just to look for all the little yeah. Easter eggs that are there." I bet you almost every shot has something.
0: Oh, probably, and some oh, of them I never would have caught absolutely. anyway. I guess one of yeah. the restaurants in the background of Brooklyn is Chausse de Canard, which translates to Duck Hunt. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: nice. Yeah, that one restaurant at the beginning? It's a little
2: that. more noticeable, but you can see all the punch-out characters. and yes. stuff.
1: that was yeah. cool. Like I thought that was really cool. Yeah, like if this is if this is Nintendo's direction again, not to say they're creating like a Mario universe, but like if this is how they want to handle their properties moving forward, like they're doing it right. This is a good start.
0: And this one for me, I was a little bit worried at first, not sitting down to watch the movie, but when they first announced it and I heard illumination was involved, I'm not a Mm. huge fan of their films. Same. The first despicable me, I watched most of it. It seems okay. I couldn't stand secret life of pets. I thought the Sing Mm. films are okay. Nothing about their films really like grabbed me the same way as even DreamWorks, let alone Pixar. Mm -hmm. They just feel very homogenous. Their characters all have the same facial expressions. And more importantly, anytime I'm trying to recount what was the actual conflict, what was the main plot, what was the main character trying to achieve, I come up with almost nothing. It just feels (laughs) like a bunch of crap that happens. And I find that really frustrating. But this didn't have those problems. I had a very clear idea from the beginning as to what they're up to. Mm -hmm. Most of the characters had a clear arc. I didn't see that story. Stupid, like, sideways smirk that DreamWorks and Illumination characters have all the time. Yeah. It was a solid film. If you took the logo off of it, I wouldn't be able to tell you who made it. And I mean that as a compliment. Yeah.
2: yeah. It didn't have the trappings
0: have that. of that studio. So it felt like it wasn't being overly molded to fit that studio. It felt like, no, 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 we're making a Nintendo movie. Let's make it feel I- like Nintendo. I think because Nintendo had a
2: heavy influence yes. and hands-on directly with it, and they're so particular about their IP, they have to that be. <laughs> they're not just going to let the studio create their own designs and animations. They want to be there to make sure that this you could do a film
0: version, but it still yep. has to fit our vision. Mm-hmm. Well, once bitten, twice shy. We saw what happened when Nintendo released too much control back in the early nineties. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah, taken that's... this many years for them to be willing to say hello
1: to Hollywood again <laughs> uh, again I think they're doing it the right way oh
0: no it's going to open a door
2: for the NCU now right so oh, the NCU yeah, N- <laughs> no it's that's what they're calling it now apparently Nintendo wants to go full force now right we're going to get Donkey Kong movie I Zelda mean I wouldn't cartoons, blame whatever. them
0: this thing is I think this is crossing the billion mark as we speak worldwide yeah like it's just pretty and money it's for them. A month out.
1: Like that's wild. Yeah, it was eight hundred million, I think, at one point, point. and that's with the controversy around two things that that struck me. That were the controversies around this were, which I want the to casting discuss. Of, yeah, <laughs> like Pratt. the the casting of um, Chris Pratt. Yep. And uh, of all the people, John Leguizamo came out kind of pooing all over it for the yep. casting and and all these things, which is ironic because like. Leguizamo was not an Italian guy. <laughs> he's, he's Hispanic. So like, what are you upset about the the Italian representation of the Mario brothers? But I think that hurt it. I think it hurt it a little bit because people are just, they'll review bomb or hate something because it's in vogue to hate it and not give it a chance. Because I, I have a hard time imagining someone watching this movie and not enjoying it. And so, yeah, like the Chris Pratt thing, like I didn't recognize his voice in it. I wasn't no. sitting there being like, oh, I'm listening to Chris Pratt. Like, he does a good I enough I felt enough like I was listening to Mark. His voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm listening to a version of Mario. Like, I was totally fine with it. And they even kind of poke fun of the overly talking like an, an Italian stereotype because that's what they do for the commercial. Yep. And they're like, <laughs> uh, what's with the voices? They're like, well, you know, like we just thought we'd be iconic, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Now, the interesting thing with that is. I, I agree with you. I thought that with all the negativity surrounding the Chris Pratt casting, that it would hurt the film. The I don't irony think it is did. <laughs> it, it hasn't. And so there, there's two things to that. You got your keyboard warriors who just, like Joker says, right? They want to see the world burn. They don't sure. care. They just want to write. And I guarantee you 90% of those people that said they will not go see the movie because Chris Pratt is casted still went to go see the movie.
0: Or we're it's never going in the first place.
2: T- it's just all talk on the internet, right? Yeah. Reviews and the money speak otherwise, To re- regardless of what they say. The second thing is people were like, it should be, what's his name, Charles Mar- Martinet, who does the, yeah, well, who yeah, in yeah, the, the games? Voice is Mario, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. Could you imagine hearing that voice for an hour and a half talking? Oh, yeah. It would get annoying. No. It would get annoying. Oh, yeah. It would be well, really Nazi annoying. So I, 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 get, thing. <laughs> I get the diehard there's diehard passionate fans that they feel like, that's my Mario, so that's what he should sound like. And that's fine. You can think that. But mm-hmm. then for us, it's easier because, well, our Mario dates back before Charles Martinette. We had that cartoon show, <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers Super yep. Show, mm-hmm. which was like the, the dirtiest, biggest Italian guy talking <laughs> Mario, right? Like yeah, yeah, That was yeah, yeah. our Mario because ours didn't have a voice in the game. That was our voice outside of the game. So I think the casting ended up being much a much – less of a deal than than people made it. And for those that didn't go see it because they're mad, Chris Pratt, the the money it's making must piss them off. Oh, probably. Piss them um, off.
0: End of the day, <laughs> I'm convinced Ender. that most of those people were never going to go see the film. The people who are complaining. Which is fine. That's fine. They never That's intended great. to, so go ahead and complain. Yeah. But yeah, you get this sense of the internet, of how things are, and it's usually blown out of proportion because most people aren't on the internet or on Twitter screaming their lungs out. So you don't Correct. get a real sample size of what you're looking for. No, right? No. You get five or six people who sound like five or six hundred thousand, and then the movie comes yep. out, and what parent cares who's voicing Mario? What
1: kid cares who's voicing Mario? <laughs> right? Yeah, like, and I think it that's doesn't matter. those those there's two things there. One is interesting to me, and the other is like it hit me while watching it was that like as much as I enjoyed this movie, like we are not the target demographic. No, we are we are through right. like you got. Well, I say you guys are through your wallets because you have kids <laughs> who would want to go see this movie, right? I but was it, more excited than them. <laughs> it's not really aimed at like us directly, indirectly because the the comedy and the references and things like that. But what I find interesting is. You say like, it didn't affect the, the money because it's making its making its money. I almost wonder if it would have made the money faster. And I don't know if that's because things are just different now uh, post-pandemic than it was pre-pandemic. Because I think if this was pre-pandemic, that thing would have hit a, a billion dollars already. It's that. I just, it it would have been one of those blockbusters.
0: Maybe.
2: I just can't fathom being that passionate about something like Mario... And then refusing to go see it because of who was casted as the voice. And you, you love Agreed. this product. You love this IP so much, but yet you just won't go invest in it just to see. You don't even have to like the voice, but doesn't mean the movie's bad still. Like I'll, I'll use like Dungeons and Dragons, for example. If they ever made like a Dritz, Legend of Dritz animated series. I wouldn't not go watch it because Chris Pratt got casted as Dritz. <laughs> He probably I'd will question <laughs> it like like the, I would question it like fans did. I'd be like, that really who I thought could do it, but I will reserve judgment
0: until I see it. <laughs> people question Keaton as Batman. I would yeah, not see. not go see it.
1: <laughs> that is the best. Like, example.
0: people question Heath Ledger as Joker. Ah, uh, exactly. Right. Like even you don't I didn't know if was like, like, him really on Heath screen. Ledger.
1: Yeah, and I I stopped trying to question it because of the Keaton Batman. Yeah. Because that, yeah. that, that was Mr. Mom to me. I grew I up with Michael that Keaton was, as a comedic actor. That was that such that was a big Mr. thing. Mr. Mom. Back in 89, that <laughs> yeah. was such a big ordeal. We didn't even have the internet there. That's
2: how that's how loud the voice was of people not wanting Michael Keaton to be Batman.
0: Well, and even using yeah. Chris Pratt as the example, when he was announced to be in Guardians of the Galaxy, everyone's like the pudgy guy from Parks and Rec? Yeah. I think he managed to ch- turn that around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, wait till you see the performance. And for what it's Just worth... Just Chris Pratt, people can say whether they like him or don't like him. One quality I really think that he has is a level of heart in his voice when he gives a performance. He's the same guy playing the main character in the Lego movie, and yeah. they sound like mm-hmm. different people. Like He doesn't sound the he same did. as Mario, but they both sound like characters who give a damn about the people around them in, a, like, in different ways. You get so a feeling of warmth from his voice. Yeah. Which is hard to convey, speaking as someone who yeah. sounds cynical, sarcastic, and don't care about any of you. It's hard to convey that.
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> right? A- so I always appreciate that about him. I He sounds like someone where the second you listen to him, you're like, this guy's my friend. Mm-hmm. And that's a quality that you do want for Mario. He's supposed to be a likable guy. He's supposed he to was. be someone who's everyone's friend. And that comes across in mm-hmm. this. Which is... Now- I'm not
2: even saying he was the best cast still. There could have been somebody works. better.
0: But yeah. he worked. He did what he needed yeah. to do. Now, who they couldn't have yeah. cast anyone else for and had any level of success is Jack Black. Oh my Holy god. Holy crap. Yes. Uh, he's, yeah, he's perfect. <laughs> he manages to have menace, but also be hilarious. Yes. He yes. manages to be a character you almost feel sympathetic for because you almost pity the fact that the princess is never
1: gonna love you dude
0: and he's yeah. so oblivious to that fact he is
1: blinded my, by love my favorite parts are literally those moments when he finds out she's with Mario and anytime he gets an <laughs> he update she, he's just like so like is she like uh, super impressed by him maybe, maybe she think <laughs> she likes him like <laughs> so good. But it's the fact that he's not just asking that,
0: he's trying to sound like a tough character when he's asking yeah. those questions. He's exactly. so like, who is this Mario? Is she impressed by him? <laughs> <laughs> I was so dying.
2: Yeah, he's so good in it. But if you had told me prior to this movie, me going into this movie, that Bowser has a solo number, oh my in this, God. I would be like, really? What are they doing? Like, what, <laughs> what are we about to watch here? And it ended up being oh the greatest God. But then you hear Jack Black is doing movie. it, and it makes sense. Yeah.
1: It does, but if you had told me, I'd still the... would have been like,
2: oh, really? That's interesting. And then it couldn't have worked <laughs> better than oh, I it's... ever imagined. And it's it was the incredible. only
1: time in the entire movie you're reminded that it's Jack Black because of how awesome it yeah. is. Oh, yeah. And Man's how awesome got a voice. Singing voice is. Yeah. No question. Man's um, got a voice. <laughs> but even the The jam with me, like, just, (laughs) he's so good in it. Jam with me. It's the way
0: he says it. So good. And again, we're not going to ruin the song. We can't do the song justice, listener. But Bowser pining after Peach, singing a love ballad about her, and his little wizard Koopa comes up beside him, and him just going, Mechanic. sit down, jam with me. <laughs> and, then continue, and then doing the da 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 on the... <laughs> <laughs> da-ding, da-ding. <laughs> like, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It's little brilliant. touches absolutely like that brilliant. that really make the movie work. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like It's a straightforward plot, so there's no way you're going to win everyone over with, my brother went missing, an evil turtle man has him, and the turtle man's pining after the princess, gotta save my brother. There's not a lot of meat on the bone there. It's the little jokes, the character moments, that's what elevates this film and makes it fun. If you took Mm -hmm. these performances out of it, and if you took that writing out of it, it would fall flat, but the writing is on point. It is really fun. Yeah. One of the things I, I, I really liked. Go ahead.
2: Wait. Uh, I, I, I don't know how much I'm changing the topic That's here okay. for Mark, but one of the things I really, really liked was the the, the human world side of this Mario story, right? Yeah. Because we're always used to the Mushroom mm-hmm. Kingdom and everything. And what was important was the human world. The artistic style matched Mario. Everybody yes. looked and felt like mm-hmm. Mario's a part of that human world. And the reason that's important for me is because sometimes I think on the video game side, Nintendo actually screws it up. I'll use the recent Mario Odyssey, for example. <laughs> I knew you to bring of, Odyssey into this. <laughs> well, the the level of New <laughs> Donk City, it's an incredibly well designed level and it's fun to play. But then you see regular humans like me and you walking around, and Mario's a human. And it's just hmm. he. It's so far out of place, and it it takes me out of the game because I'm like, well, where am I? Like he Mario's a human. But now here are actual humans that look like, like you and I. And he. Looks Why like don't the they look like Mario? Human. What is Mario? And it's yeah. just there was always seems to be some sort of imbalance with Mario and, and real humans. Where this movie, I f- feel, finally nailed that. It made it feel all connected and, and part of one universe.
0: Oh yeah, like Super Mario Odyssey reminds me of that episode of The Simpsons where Homer becomes 3D and goes into the real world. Yeah, he
2: doesn't yeah. look right. And, and when really he goes back he to, the to the real play. world, he's still a cartoon. It's weird, right? It's
1: messed
2: mm-hmm. up, and I never liked that because I found yeah. it pulled me out of the Mario game. I was like, ah, that just doesn't doesn't
1: look oh. right. Well, tying somewhat to that is Donkey Kong when him and Mario are fighting about his. Oh, he's <laughs> so good. My father thinks of a disappointment, and I, I oh, was going amazing. to say the only casting that you <laughs> might have a problem with in this might be Donkey Kong because it's it's Agreed. Seth Rogen, and you only ever hear Seth Rogen when he does it. However. I still he's found Donkey well. Kong hilarious.
0: Yeah, he was written
2: and so well little... that it almost didn't matter if oh, he Yeah, him. <laughs> yeah
0: exactly. like Seth Rogen brings a good energy. And yeah, yeah. he's not going to do a voice, and that's fine. If he's not going to do a good voice, just let him be himself. But he has comic timing, and they've written the character oh, well, and they play so into good. Seth Rogen's strikes uh, for the way that he delivers lines. So it Mm -hmm. works. Because, yeah, I was concerned going in. I'm like, ah, I don't know if Seth Rogen's going to be a good fit for this. But he's he's pretty funny. (laughs) He's pretty funny. And, again, for a character that doesn't feel like a joke, the character is capable, the character is strong. But Mm -hmm. they prey off of his insecurities about, you know, how he views Cranky Kong, his father, and how he wants his adoration. And you can get a lot of mileage in terms of comedy out of that. Which they do, and it's all good. And honestly, another voice
2: actor, just to throw it out there, Keegan Michael Key. I think he did a great job as Toad, and I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't hear him. I couldn't tell it was him. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's a transformation he it more it than anyone awesome. in this movie. He is a
2: transformation. Yeah, and Toad was a good character. In it he a little side character, and it was perfectly was done as a side character.
0: character. That's the thing. Like everyone plays their parts well. This is a movie with so much polish on it that it's practically mm-hmm. blinding, and you can kind of see how Nintendo's taken the reins to get there and i think it pays off for them what i think is going to happen going forward you will see more nintendo films but they're not going to be something where it comes out every year this is Agreed. a film that likely took mm. a few years between script to finish and nintendo has probably learned that's the way to do it and they are going to make sure to do this they're same not going to dc
2: this right they're, yeah they know what they've got <laughs> <And> <laughs> nintendo's known for Nintendo's known for delaying to make sure things are finished and to, you know, good quality. They're not going to let their yeah. stuff go out
0: rushed. And I'm okay with that. There's so much content out there and mm-hmm. so many films. If it means four more years before I see another Nintendo film, whether it's Mario or not, great. Sure, have me wait. I'd rather wait and get a good movie.
1: You know?
0: Yeah, I agree. I actually yeah. wonder. We waited thirty years I, for this I,
1: one. I, <laughs> yeah. Like if that was their, I genuinely wonder if that was their plan. If they wrote it or have like script treatments and are just waiting to see okay is this doing well it is doing well okay maybe now we can green light a few of these things maybe yeah Uh, again not to rush it but it's the idea that they already did the prep start working
2: start to start start writing a script and
1: (laughs) what do we want to do next are we going to do metroid decks are we going to do like
2: oh don't tease me like that we won't see that we won't see
1: that (laughs) I don't know boys
0: you never know Alright, so while we're here out of all the Nintendo properties they have, the ones that legitimately owned by Nintendo not just something that was on a Nintendo system if you could choose what they did next, aside from the obvious, a sequel to Mario, because clearly that's going to happen no matter what. Mark what would you choose for the next thing they It has to be animated, right? Animated, like Mario. Same thing, CG animated Uh, what would you want them to tackle next?
1: I want Zelda Okay like I don't know that I've ever had a good Zelda movie. You know, there there was that old cartoon with the "Well, excuse <laughs> me, princess," excuse well, which like, that princess. has to be in there if they do that. It damn well better be. <laughs> but I want a. Uh, I'd, I'd like a good Zelda movie. Yeah, I think there's a good chance because there are a lot of.
0: Yeah, I think I think good, I think we're gonna get that. Well, if we get that, I want Wind Waker. Wayne, what about okay. you? Uh, well, I would ag- I would agree with that
2: sentiment as well. I think I think the Zelda is a no-brainer. The one I would like to see that we're not going to get is Metroid, I think. I don't think we'll see Metroid.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm not sure Why we'll do you see Metroid not just because it's a bit darker in nature. So it's, it's more of a gamble. Like, a will the kids go to see it? Metroid,
2: it, even though it's one of their big AAA titles, it doesn't have the same following. Even mm-hmm. Nintendo struggles with... Where the direction of where that franchise is going? We've been promised Metroid Four for how many years now, and all we got was a logo before they canceled the whole project.
0: Yeah, true. That's
2: very rare for Nintendo to do. I just don't. The name isn't as it doesn't have the same strength as Zelda, as Mario, as Kirby. It doesn't. It doesn't have those big name pulls. It's it's one of their bottom ones. Like that's I would say hey F Zero, let's do an F Zero movie. That'd be amazing. That'd be cool. Let's do a match. That and, and, and that that falls name. along those lines of like <laughs> Metroid and stuff. They're they're second tier, even though I love Metroid. Don't get me wrong; it's one of my favorite of all time. Overall, it's second tier to their big names: Donkey Kong's, yep. Zelda's, Donkey Kana, Kong's, almost a Mario.
1: Game.
2: Donkey Kong's a given too.
1: Right? It's a given. So, they already cast it.
2: I, I hope to see a Metroid. I just if we do, that's way yeah. Down. We'll see everything else. We just I gave agree with that.
1: that. <laughs> I agree with that because I think. The way I look at it is, and again, this is maybe not a fair comparison, but, like, I didn't care about Ant-Man and the Guardians of the Galaxy. Heck, I got to be honest, I didn't really care about Iron Man when they okay. first released that movie. Like, but it you was know, good. they... they well, yeah, <laughs> that's the
2: thing. I, I, think, if, I think the important thing know, with, with Metroid, though, is... When you look at all the other characters, Kirby, Donkey Kong, Mario and them, that cartoony world fits together. The humor, the light heartedness. Mm-hmm. And Samus is and Metroid is so far removed from that. So how do you how do you make that dark, lonely, sci-fi atmosphere fit with Mario and Donkey Kong and Zelda and stuff, right?
1: Yeah. Without
2: taking a big departure.
1: Yeah, and I almost wonder if it's okay to take the departure. Because similar to what's like, and again, I know this is like not necessarily video game related, but like similar to what the MCU was able to successfully do is they kind of built up enough credit as you would with the better titles that are more well known that the next thing they did under that banner, you're like, Oh, well I'll check that out. Right. It might not have been a character you were super interested in, but if they can build the brand, right. Metro, it's, possible. Um, uh, it's possible it's you possible know, I just think knows. again
2: I don't think we'll see it but if we do it's the last one and it's way down the road
0: <laughs> well I've yeah. got one we'll that's get, probably we'll further get, we'll down we'll the tune list the movie before we get Metroid because <laughs> if it's up to me I want super punch out yeah you yeah. get punch out that'd be a good I mean you look at how colorful the characters are I've always been a fan of a, like a, a good fight a good especially a good boxing film Man, if I could mm-hmm. get a wild over the top CG animated Super Punch-Out, oh man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. That'd be that. pretty
0: awesome. But it's pretty unlikely.
1: Hey, <laughs> get Mike Tyson for the last boss. Oh jeez. Oh. You know what? If
0: they did that, yeah, I would Mr. lose Sandman my mind. Now. That would like <laughs> take my money. Thank I know Nintendo has more money than anyone has any right to, but I will help kickstart that. <laughs> Yeah.
1: (laughs) Starring Mike Tyson.
0: So, obviously, we're all in agreement. This movie was so much fun. This movie, as far as I'm concerned, kills the stigma, oh, if it's a video game, it's going to be a bad film. No, if you take your time and do it right, it can be fun. This is fun. It's absolutely fun.
1: Yes. Especially given, unlike some video game adaptations, this isn't adapting something that has no story and so you can do it you can actually do it
0: it had just enough of a framework to start with and they built from there but they built smart it's mm-hmm. all you gotta do yeah. just respect the respect the spirit of the source material you're working with and just elevate it that's all, easy to mm-hmm. do all you need is 30 easy. years to improve it <laughs> one quick favorite moment to shadow? you yes. the blue shell moment <laughs> oh, the love that moment Yes. the blue shell was fantastic yes. I called when fantastic. he was he showed up and he's in that big thing and he's got the blue shell I thought that was the blue shell gag and then it went yeah. further no. unreal <laughs> every one of us saw that and felt the pain of it <laughs> but yes we'll leave the rest it's of the PTSD. surprises to you dear listener watch this movie it is good when we come back we're doing something different something weird we think you'll dig it we thank you again for joining us on Press X Reload I have been more with me were Wayne Brissett and Mark Athanis gentlemen thanks for having us see you in the next one catch you next time you've been listening to Press X to Reload today's episode featured the voices of Mark Athanis Wayne Brissett and Nick Moore our theme music was composed by Jack Fierick and performed and realized by Sam Fierick If you like what you've heard today, subscribe and never miss an episode. Or tell a friend, leave a review, we'll take all the bonus XP we can get. If you have suggestions or feedback, you can contact Nick Moore via his email, retrogamingfool at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next stage.